Welcome back to the Travcest podcast. We're your host Kim and Aaron. We are healthcare travelers and the creators of Travcest, and we are back on this time Thursday with a traveler quick tip. It is short, sweet, to the point. So here we go. Okay, so Kim came home from Florida, sick as a dog. She was febrile the night before she flew out, had an early flight, and then basically coughed her way home, and I'm here really she is. trying not to cough right now. Like, I feel much better than I did. Like, literally Sunday, I woke up at my sister's, and I felt okay, and then all of a sudden, we were, like, laying in bed watching the Paris Hilton documentary, and I just started shaking uncontrollably, and, like was so cold and, and felt horrible. It was like an instant just, like, attack. And I'm like, what the heck? And, like, my chest was burning. It just it came out of nowhere, and I was so sick. And I'm like, thank God I don't have to fly today. Mm. And then the next morning I woke up and flew out super early, and I felt, like, much better. And But, yeah, I still just kind of feel, like, yuck, yuck, you know? I mean, today's Wednesday, and you're still feeling I feel yucky. like, blah. Like, I'm just, like, I literally slept... 13 hours yeah yesterday that's awesome i took a three hour nap yesterday which aaron like i i'm somebody if i take a nap it's like 20 minutes i'm up eyes open it like noise aaron so much because he's like let's take a nap but he wants like a three four hour nap. no the thing is is she falls asleep apparently immediately for naps but can't fall asleep immediately when she goes to bed at night but then sleeps for 20 minutes I am just now falling asleep in 20 minutes. Because the only time I ever take a nap, I'm not a big nap taker. The only time is if I'm like in that exhausted state where like you close your eyes and you're just, you, I pass out in a puddle of drool and I wake up 20 minutes later and I feel incredible. Like I'm not a big nap taker just by nature. I love naps. I know. So yesterday I took a, a three hour nap, which is like, just, I don't do that. Did you have to take naps as a kid? Did I? Oh, you know what? No. I remember like my mom would make me take a nap, but I would, I have this memory, like we'll talk about it sometimes, that I would just go into my room and play very quietly. So she thought that I was napping. And then I would, when I was ready to like get up, I would just like lay in the bed and cry and pretend I was waking up. And my mom was like, I knew you were in there just playing, but she was like, as long as you were just having quiet time and like, you could do whatever you wanted. But yeah, I like never would nap. I would just go in there and play like really quietly. My nap time was 2.30 every day. Okay. Loved, loved it. it. I yeah, hated it then. Like I'm not coming inside. I want to play. Right. But I had to take a nap. Right. If only you knew as a kid like how amazing that would be. Like yeah. adults like beg for naps. I know. Yeah. Interesting. No. Okay. All right. So this week we wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> Sorry. This week, we wanted to talk to you about guaranteed versus non-guaranteed hours in a contract. I'm currently in a contract in West Virginia, and a curveball was thrown into my contract that I had never seen before, so it's created this topic that we wanted to talk with you about today. And I think, again, like we always like to teach you guys everything that we're learning because there's always so much to learn. There's always like so many gray areas when it comes to traveling, and it's like... So giving you as much insight as we can so you know the right questions to ask so you can set your expectations accordingly. So 
first let's break down what guaranteed hours versus non-guaranteed hours are when it comes to a contract. So this is something that the hospital sets. This is not something your recruiter has anything to do with. The hospital decides whether it's a guaranteed hour contract or not. It's simple as that. But your your recruiter knows. So just asking, is this guaranteed hours or non-guaranteed hours? They're going to know. The hospital sets the tone for that. So if you have a guaranteed hour contract, so let's say you're working 40 hours a week. The hospital is guaranteeing you are going to work your full 40 hours, meaning they cannot send you home. They cannot call you off a shift unless um, or or they they can't do it. They have to pay you for it. So like they're not going to call you off. They're going to have to pay you. So they're going to send someone else home. Right. So they are required to pay you for your full hours every single week, whatever your hours are. For non-guaranteed hours, it just means that the hospital could call you off or send you home early and your per DMs will still be paid depending on your company, but most companies are still going to pay your per DMs, but you're not going to get paid your hourly. Um, And so that's just kind of how that works. And this is not... A, like this doesn't include you calling off work. This is just if the hospital is or taking you days off. off, right? So that's the difference. So you want to ask what kind of contract you're going to have, and totally. they're all, they're all different. Totally, and I will say too, like you know, throughout the years, it's never been something that you know Kim and I have talked about together and been like, oh, if this isn't guaranteed, we're not taking it, and then like screw this company, they won't give me guaranteed hours. Like, that's not how it works, right? So you just want to know those things that this hospital is setting it. So, you know, I also ask it in interview questions, you know, if I know out front, because number one, I got kind of lazy on this one um, and I didn't really read that stuff or I didn't ask right offhand uh, whether it's guaranteed or not. Um, And so... It was after the interview that I found all this stuff and after my credentialing is when I got my email stating what days were holidays and what was my guaranteed hour policy. And so it was then that I was like, oh crap, because what happened was is they said it was guaranteed. My recruiter said it was guaranteed, but there was an asterisk and there was a stipulation. And basically that stipulation allowed the hospital to call me off or for me to be short 12 hours per two weeks. So I, they could call me off. And if you're a nurse, then it's basically one shift every two weeks that they are eligible to call me off or send me home. But it's not 12 hours right off the bat. It could be like four here, six here, two here. Like it's just adding up to 12 hours total every two weeks. And so I was like, oh my God, like that's crazy that's not that big of a deal. I love going home. I used to dream of being able to come home early, um, on contracts, but like what has happened was in this West Virginia job, we rarely work till five 30 at the end of my shift. We usually get done around four, four 30, sometimes three 30, uh, depending on the day. And since we don't take call and we don't do like emergency cases, you know, we, they just leave. And so the full-time staff has PTO, which they take and they say they haven't worked a full 40 hour week in a long time. And so that actually has come into play where, you know, last paycheck I I had 35 hours, the paycheck before I had 36 hours, like 38 hours. So I've, I don't think I've ever pulled a full 40 uh, since I've been there. 
Yeah. Which, I mean, again, isn't that big of a deal for us? Because, like, we're like, oh, whatever. You can leave early. Like, we're not at a place... Like, where we're like, oh, you got to get every second of every, you know, like, we're, Aaron's kind of like, I'll go home. Like, he's fine with it. But if you're in a place that you're like, no, I need to make sure I'm getting my full hours. Like, these are just good conversations to have so that you know, going into the contract, what you can expect. Um, And so, again, for, we've been traveling 11 years, like, oh, guaranteed hours, guaranteed hours. We're going to, you know, all is well. They can't call us off. And then there's this caveat in there that says you can call them off for 12 hours in two weeks. So there's just so many gray areas. And so there's just, these are the questions you want to be asking your recruiters. Um, anytime you're looking to start a new contract, so you feel super clear. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're just arming you with, you know, material that protects you. And I'd also... I mean, it's definitely not, I just kind of thought of this, but, you know, if you are needing every penny, I think that's almost like a question to have as well Is you know, there's so much freedom and joy and flexibility in the fact that like 12 hours, like fine, like I'll come home and enjoy myself or I'll go out to dinner with my wife or I'll do something cool or sleep or rest, but 12 hours isn't going to break the bank. Right. Right. And so like if 12 hours is going to break the bank and you can't take this, then Maybe asking yourself the question of what can I do in my life to make sure that 12 hours isn't going to break me. Yeah. And that's every two weeks. That's six hours a week. Yeah, that's a lot. Right. I mean, you haven't lost that much. No, like I said, I've been at 36, 37, 38. Yeah. You know, 35, yeah, 35 yeah, this sure. week. Yeah. Dang. You better stay at work. But now I'm already at 39 or 29.06 with 10 hours to go tomorrow. Okay. So, granted, so, I don't come home at 3 tomorrow. Or you could come home at 3 and play with me. That's what I was thinking. I'm a cuddle monster. <laughs> I know. It's like, we're the worst, though. Because, like, I'm like, yeah, just, like, leave and come home and hang out. Like, I just want you to, especially tomorrow's your Friday. So, I'm like, come home. You can cuddle. Like, we can have <laughs> some time. Because, like, we were away all last weekend. I was in Florida. Aaron was home. And he missed me dearly. And was it was crying for me to come home, and now we can just have a nice cuddle day. So I'm, I'm like, yeah, whatever, just leave until you get your paycheck. And then I'm like, why is it so low? Yeah, for real. <laughs> anyway. anyway, okay, well, hopefully this was helpful. And um, anything else? If you're listening at the end of this, and tomorrow's the last day to join our Patagonia trip, so. Tomorrow's not. Friday is. Tomorrow, they're listening to this on Thursday. Oh. Yeah. So, um, if you want to join us in Patagonia, reach out to us. We can give you all the trip information on that. It's going to be an epic adventure. There's already an amazing group going. We took 28 people last year, two groups of 14, and had the most amazing time. Uh, We're recreating that trip and added some spiciness into it now that we've been there. Um, and so it's going to be an awesome trip. Uh, we have a couple spots left, so reach out to us. We'd love to have you. Um, I think it would be one of those bucket lists, no matter what, uh, even if you never even heard of Patagonia, uh, take a peek at it because it is one of those bucket list areas, and we have an amazing Travis trip that goes every year. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. Me too. All right, let's do this. All right, we'll see you next All week. All right, bye, guys. Bye.